Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Podcast. Today on the show, we have Jen Adams from the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Hello. Thank you for being here. We did not bring our hype button. Uh, pew, 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 pew. I know, right? Thank you for being here today. Um, I can go. Yes, clown okay. noises are definitely acceptable. All right, awesome. Well, thank you for being here. We were supposed to have Michael or Mike Whitry from uh, Wittypedia, but that didn't work out. Um, funny thing, though, I actually know Mike from my roller derby day. I used to play, yeah, on the I men's team. I would never associate the one Mike Witchery and roller derby together. Really? So yes. I, I need follow-up information. Okay. Um, I, according to like a bio I saw him, I used to ref. That's when I played, and now it sounds like he's just uh, an announcer yeah. for roller derby. Yeah, and I believe, if I remember right, from years ago, his roller derby name was Oliver Closeoff. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out yeah. with his sense of humor. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm. Uh, I, wait, I'm bummed we had to cancel the show, yeah. but uh, we're, we're trying to move as many things outdoors as possible. And then I think as soon as we said that, uh, the weather machine oh, just decided to go. You know, how about maybe like potential rain, but 50 mile an hour winds. Right. Yeah, Let's exactly. do that. We were driving so, um, in and we were like, yep. "Why does this happen to the lounge?" <laughs> you know what I mean? For Idaho Comedy Fest, yep. the weather yeah, we is yep. crappy. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. So uh, this place is so amazing. Yep, so, we love the lounge. Yeah. Thank you, we love here. you guys too. Oh, thank you. Um, so tell us, how has it been going being a venue owner uh, in these times? Uh, well, <laughs> um, you know that show, The Good Place. Yes. Like oh, when yes. they talk about like rooms where they torture people in yeah, hell. Uh, I think this is one of them. <laughs> um, and I mean, I I definitely know a few other venue owners who feel similarly. I can't speak mm -hmm. for all of them. Um, uh, but some of them are out of business. Aww. I just talked to another friend of mine um, who said, you know, he a lot of his business owner friends just couldn't keep their head above water. And he was so happy that we were. Yeah. And uh, and I have to attribute some of that to the fact that I'm just the right amount of crazy. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and really stubborn yeah. uh, and, and really determined yeah. uh, to to have my way yeah. when I want it. Yeah. Um, 
so and this is you know uh when i opened this place I, I, which it was a total fluke that it, it came about um i just mm -hmm. got an opportunity and realized this is every skill set i've ever built i mean i've been working on and off in bars since i was a young teenager yeah. i was a comic for 20 years uh you know so um well, there's together mm -hmm. yep and then there was a whole slew of things once we opened that i was like oh shit this is a lot harder than i thought because <laughs> yeah. i didn't think about this and this and this. so i have a yeah. lot more respect for people that i probably disrespected as a performer in the past oh, so i'm really? sorry wow. yeah. uh, i <laughs> have no learn. idea yeah. what a pain in the ass we all are mm. um but uh yeah so uh um but just this crazy uh, circumstance on top of all of it i mean it's hard enough to open a business yeah. and they always say the first like three to five years are you know gonna be a struggle anyway and uh and we came out of the gate just killing it yeah. And, uh, and you know, what I, year? Uh, May 11th of 2019. Oh, so we were open okay. for 10 months and then we oh, locked down. Gosh. Yeah. So, um, and at, at that point, I mean, it, and that was, it was heartbreaking, uh, and really disappointing and, and financially, I mean, I have, uh, hundred percent confidence that we would have all of our bills paid off and be making money at this point right. with the trajectory that we had. And, um, and so this is, and I, you know, after only being open for 10 months, I was like, I, if I just close, I will always wonder what this place could have been. And I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Like that would have been a re mm -hmm. regret that I would not have been able to get yeah. over. So I just said, fuck it. And went like another 50 grand in debt to stay oh, open. Uh, and through, you know, PPP loans and the EIDL loans, uh, and mm -hmm. then just some bank loans. Um, and then it looked like we were about to start opening up a little bit mm -hmm. more. And it just like, it was like something being on your chest crushing you. And then mm -hmm. for a second, it just let up and it, we'd got one big deep breath and then nope, like here we go again. Yeah. So like, ah. I know. It seemed like so it was going to let up. And then there were mandates for gatherings. I forget. I think there depends on the size and stuff that the mayor passed. I don't remember. Yeah. All the so, so luckily most of the things that apply to us, we already were doing. Oh, good. Uh, and we've aired on the side of caution the entire time. Yeah. When the mandate was uh, under 50, we were like, let's only sell 30 tickets. Mm -hmm. Like, let's try to stay as manageable as possible and pay the bills, but like stay safe. Yeah. Um, and so we did that. Uh, and and so we we were already masking uh, or asking people to mask out of chairs. Mm -hmm. If people yeah. sit down and they want to have a drink, that's fine. They can they can pull their mask down. But um, yeah. uh, uh, and now there's some paperwork that we have to do if if the if it's over 250 people, which we won't be anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we're trying to move things outside and just keep it out there until it's cold. Yeah. Like really, yeah. really cold. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but apparently this is going to be the rainiest season ever. So. Great. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to the snow if we get all that. Cause, Cause we, we love to yeah. yeah. Other than stuff, that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I need but. some other hobbies besides this. I think <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've never yeah. skied. I've never snowboarded. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, you have something to do in the wintertime around here, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, so. no, I just find a depression eating is a good yeah. hobby. That's the oh, one yeah, I go yeah. for. We're, yeah. up, we're down for depression. <laughs> right on. Yeah, right. yeah actually, uh, the first month of the lockdown, I think uh, every single day I ate a bag of chips and a tub of salsa. Wow. <laughs> every day. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so yeah, no, uh, um, I mean, the venue ownership side, it was exciting, and I keep trying to keep myself in a, a good positive frame of mind but it's really hard because it just mm. weighs on you and weighs on you and and there's 
I mean, I love that Boise's growing so much, and I love that uh, certain scenes are growing in the comedy mm-hmm. scene and, and the cabaret stuff and everything. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but because we're sort of like, you know, the little club that could up on the bench, I feel yeah. like we're like the little yeah. redheaded stepchild because we're not downtown. <laughs> yeah. um, that was a little bit of a challenge to begin with, and now it's really a challenge, right. especially because there's so many shows everywhere and there's right. a lot of choices. Yeah. So, um, so we're just, you know, trying to put our best foot forward. We're trying to be uh, good allies to other business owners we've sponsored other things happening at other bars yeah. uh you know just to it, help out everybody because mm-hmm. i i mean i try to see uh especially with venue owners that, that it's a community and we all kind of have to support each other one yeah. yeah and it's a it's a slower road but if we all go together that's yeah. better for everybody you right. know yeah so um so that's been my philosophy the whole time um but it is not always reciprocated which sometimes also yes. Hurts my heart. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm far too giving a lot of the time, but mm. I just if I'm not, I get really cynical and I turn into a real asshole, okay. and I don't like that person. Yeah. So, uh, so I, yeah. I refuse to stop believing in in the goodness in people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we love the land. Yeah, and that's we, kind of a, something we've talked fuming. about too. Was yeah, like, it was amazing. Yeah, you know, we can I mean, you describe that for the take. listeners? Well, it, it <laughs> feels like you're accepted. It doesn't like matter everyone's who you accepted are. here. Yeah. 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 There's you come in and you it feels like you're safe like safe place well, like you can come in. Peyton and Asher who are part of the LGBTQ community and yeah. they just instantly felt like this is a yeah. home for us. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because yeah, I mean they, they weren't scared and yeah. other places they've gone they have felt fear you know yeah. for just being who they are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, yeah. You walk in here and you feel like you can just be you. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first time we came, I was like, I think we may have found our people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes yeah. me so happy to hear. Yeah. I really did. I was like, yeah. I love it here. Yeah, yeah. and so. I don't tend to like bars and nightclubs, and just because I don't feel comfortable, I don't feel like I fit in. Sort mm-hmm. of. So, yeah. yeah. I, and we try to not be a bar or a nightclub. Yeah. It's, mm. uh, it's like a community performance art yeah. space, yeah. Um, which is, I think, something that I, really the closest thing I think to us is probably the VAC. And mm. the difference just between us is that we have like multiple performance spaces, yeah. but also all of these artists just in the building. So there's just always this great level of creativity happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, we try to... Most of us have a theater background, mm-hmm. so we're the all theater nerds, uh, yeah. which, as everybody knows, is where all of the LGBTQ people go <laughs> yeah. in high school. Anyway, yeah. that's where you get accepted and yeah. you feel yeah. like you belong and yeah. you get to try on different hats and kind of figure out who you are. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you are different, theater is a really safe space to kind of figure all of your stuff out. Yeah. So so that's how most of us wound up in theater in the first place. Um, and then uh, and then from there, like we do have a bar uh, and that is how we keep our doors open, right. but it's not our main focus. Like right. we're not trying to like sling the liquor. Like yeah. it's just, you know, here, please buy this stuff so we can keep producing shows because that's what we're all really here to yeah. do. And that's what we love. Um, and, uh, and then outside of that, we've always made it like the weirder it is, the more we want it. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of our philosophy. Like yeah. if you are a weirdo, you are our people. <laughs> we're all yeah. completely weird here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and creating this place. And this is probably why I am so stubborn and, and I need it to succeed is because I feel like I belong here. Right. Yeah. And I don't often feel like that anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've always felt other my whole yeah. life. So, uh, so getting to create a space where I'm like, no, 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 
this is 100% accepting. Um, and, and even on the other side of it, I mean, we've thrown a couple of really conservative uh, shows here. Like we have this very conservative comic here and we had people rural, uh, like agricultural farmer really? people drive from <laughs> wow. Oregon. Uh, uh, and, you know, wow. I was doing tickets that night and, and they were like, oh, well, we got, we were up at four o'clock this morning taking Just care of the chickens, the cat, you know, I was like, whoa. And then so, and the show was at seven and they were like, it's almost our bedtime, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we try to make everybody as comfortable as we can um i mean obviously we don't want bigots and people that are judgmental mm. of others here yeah. um but uh but we try to be open as yeah. much as possible to to everything because to me that's that stuff's weird yeah. all the stuff i just i'm like whoa that is weird <laughs> yeah. so we just saw you did a wedding reception or did you yeah 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 so so yeah actually um we do a lot of private rentals uh mm -hmm. and i mean you know for us, it's just the mission is keep the doors open, keep the yeah. doors open. Um, and a lot of that income helps us uh, reinvest in not only it keeps our staff working and employed, but it also uh, gets people aware of the space because they'll come yeah. in for we've done baby showers here, birthday yeah. parties, all kinds of mm. stuff um, and, and are continuing to do so. And, and that helped us actually uh, through a lot of the beginning oh, of um, when, when we were finally kind of allowed to open a little. Mm. We, we did a lot of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, and and people love us for that reason, because we're super artsy. And if yeah. they have a cool idea for decorating, we're like, oh, yeah, because to yeah. us, it's set building. So we're like, oh, you want to hang stuff from the ceiling? Great. I will spend two hours going up and down a ladder. Yeah putting these things on the ceiling because it's going to look amazing. Yeah. And uh, and we're always so much more uh, excited about people's experience here mm -hmm. um, because that's really what we do. That's the way I, I look at the space uh, is that um, this is our chance to give somebody a lifelong memory uh, to inform what their mood is going to be, how they feel. And uh, and that's the impression that we're really making is, yeah. is and it's that whole thing of, uh, uh, and I think it was a Maya Angelou quote that people won't remember what you say, but they'll always remember the way you made them feel. Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of, kind of where we're at as far as mm -hmm. our shows. I think um, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It definitely has affected us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how we feel when we leave. We feel good. Yeah, we do. We've <laughs> we've always enjoyed every time yeah. we've come to the lounge to the shows. Yeah, it's really, yeah, we love coming here. So it's yeah. a great space. I, Wish I want more people to come down do here, see all the shows. Yeah. I do too, because yeah. then I can pay other people to do the things I hate doing, and then I can be <laughs> yeah, having right. some fun yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Um, so. yeah, no, we've not, been uh, here when you were a table. You oh really? That show? Oh oh, that was at the uh, Idaho Pun yes, Slam. Yeah, you oh, when you're on stage. You, you oh right on. Yeah. Like that's oh, I have a picture of that. On oh, that's phone. funny. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Well, yeah, yeah because she didn't have a place to put her box. And I was like, oh, I'll yeah. just run up and yeah. get down there. So, yep. Yes. You will do anything. I will <laughs> to make it work, or just to be just the butt the, of a joke. Yeah. I do enjoy that too. Yeah. Um, so, are you doing comedy at all? Or yeah, actually, at first when I opened this place, I was like, I don't want to perform in my own club it's yeah. weird right yeah. and then and then i made it weird and oh, then it yeah. actually took a couple of the other comics being like hey before you open this place like you were a respected comic in the community like you still are we know you're not just going up in your club because you own the club right. like we know you're and i was like oh yeah, yeah. Funny. <laughs> so uh so i started doing some more shows which was great um because i'm still an entertainer at heart and when i don't do it for a while i get super depressed and i forget that 
So, uh, so yeah, I just did uh, Crystal Moore's show, the oh, Dark cool. Jokes show, which yeah. is totally where I shine. I have a yeah. very sick sense of humor. Yeah. Um, I've tried to like work clean, and I, it's a it's a nightmare for everybody because <laughs> I just don't think that way. I'm a little bit twisted, yeah. and I get that from my mom, who's wonderful, and I love her sense of humor. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I was on a Bad Parents show, another oh, yeah. place I also belong. Yeah, um, and. Uh, <laughs> And and I'm doing another one, and that we have that show coming up October 16th, actually, oh, cool. and it's here. So uh, that that's a one that moves around to different venues, which I love that about mm. a show because it will keep its crowd, but it gets to introduce that crowd to different venues, yeah, um, and and that's awesome. So yeah. so they can sort of share that crowd with everybody, and that's that communal kind of thing that I really love. So yeah. um, Tilly the comic is one of the producers of that. We need Tilly. Yeah, yeah we, we need to have her on sometime. Yeah. Well, great. So you can uh, because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she is hosting so uh, we're taking um a pretty extended hiatus from doing our open mic on wednesdays so this mm. wednesday uh which i think is the 20 21st 22nd 22nd yeah sure yeah 20, it's the 22nd uh will be the last one for a while okay um and uh and so um but the following Wednesday, she is doing her first feature spot opening for Bob DeBono, who oh, is a really a yeah. good friend of mine from New York. Oh, and Tilly. Bob Tilly. is uh, great. He's yeah. on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live all the time. Mm. He's on Larry Wilmore because he does one of the best uh, Trump impressions ever. Oh. And he, he goes he goes to places and is just Trump for the whole time that he's there. He's, and he's wonderful. And, uh, and, and he does it for every crowd. Like when, when yeah. they bring him down to Florida, like he it's he's doing it for people that love trump right yeah. and he's masterful enough that he can still kind of be uh uh embody trump but yeah. also get people to laugh at those trumpish things yeah. that he does so yeah. so he, he's pretty good with that stuff so they they have him on talk shows all yeah. the time and he makes a lot of appearances but he, he is very funny too yeah cool. we uh we've been looking at him i think we followed him yeah. and so yeah if we can get both of them on for when is that show again that's the 29th he's just oh, passing so, through okay. town so it's a wednesday but we made it seven o'clock so okay. it, you know you be home by nine and then bed. I've seen him with all the Trump. I mean, he's orange. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And he goes all out with the big oh, spray tan with the lips that are all yeah. looks like a little butthole. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's great. Um, so he'll be here the 29th. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we have Craig Gass back. Yes. Yeah, we saw that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and, uh, and he's ugh, he's so awesome. We've, we've had to really change the format of the way that we're booking right now because. Uh, we can't afford to take any risks, right. uh, but we also can't afford to bring big headliners in because, you know, every other week someone goes on the news and then everyone gets scared again. And right. then like yeah. it affects business. And Craig is one of those people that is worth every penny that you spend on him. And mm -hmm. he generally takes a guarantee. And this time he was like, let's just sell some tickets and we'll see oh. what happens. And oh, uh, because, awesome. well, I mean, and, and he called me at a time I was feeling pretty dark and he, he called me uh, and, and gave me like, the boost I needed and was just mm -hmm. like, I just respect you so much. You hustle so hard. You care so much about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, thank you for seeing me. I'm going to get emotional about yeah. it. And I was like, I just needed to be seen. Yeah. Um, and he did, which was great. Oh, so I mean? love him. <laughs> do I know. It's just... <sighs> I, yeah. this, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. This is exhausting. Well, seeing your posts recently too about like, you know, 
who's noticing me and what yeah. I'm doing kind of mm. thing. We're like, we yeah. do, we yeah. do. Yeah. I know, thank we you. We love you. Yeah, we think what you're doing that, is amazing. Those are, those are those late nights where I wish my phone had a breathalyzer exactly. on it. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was like, like I had like a bottle of wine yeah. and I'm feeling sorry for myself. I go, should I post this? He's like, Somebody I don't know. Somebody noticed me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? They're, they're real feelings. It's I'm always okay. like embarrassed the next day, but thankfully, <laughs> thankfully I've, uh, in the 20 years of stand-up, humiliated myself in ways that like now I'm just over it. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, of course I did yeah. that. Sometimes yeah. I do that. Yeah. yeah that happens. So yeah. so there's a there's a wonderful level of self acceptance. It. it gave us an insight into you yeah. because you're you're kind of running around here and we haven't Always, really gotten yeah. to know you exactly. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. oh there she is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am a giver. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I and I enjoy that. I enjoy giving to yeah. people. But uh, sometimes you just feel a little Of course. Yeah. Well you're the behind the scenes human. Mm -hmm. You know what's weird though? I was just thinking about this because um, I found an old book uh, that actually Muff Jones had got for me. It was a copy of the Velvet Hammer book and I was in the Velvet Hammer burlesque um, and they're a world, world famous troupe and I was their magician. So uh -huh. uh, uh, Trixie Von Haza and, <laughs> um, and I had a wonderful time in burlesque, but, but um, there's two photos of me in that book and they're both sort of these like dressing room photos and I'm in them. And I was thinking about it when I found it the other day because I was like, "That's, that's kind of been my comfort level. Like, I, I love to be on stage. I love doing that, but I've always been somewhat uncomfortable being in the spotlight at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I peripheral the the, the spotlight, mm -hmm. and uh, and and I and I I always still want the recognition for the skill level and for the time I put in yeah. and, and care and and mm -hmm. you know dedication to crafting things." But I don't want people to just pay attention to me. Right, right, right. Yeah. right? I mean, yeah. and that's why even nights here when we're super duper busy, I'll put my staff out front and bar back for them and I'll just mm -hmm. run around in the background. Yeah. yeah. Just keep an eye on everybody yeah. and just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. here, but yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. just kind of. So, uh, uh, and I and I think that's why I, I always like when things started to go really well for me in stand up, I would like take a break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. eh, this is getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Stop noticing. Like, yeah. So, um, so I kind of had to uh, come to terms with that piece of it too. Would you say, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Oh God, or... I don't know. Yeah. I haven't yeah. gotten yeah. below the be levels of my damage yeah. yet to figure that shit out. Yeah. I feel like, like I'm in the middle a little bit too, but... kind of omnivert a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. this is the most extroverted thing we do is doing our podcast yeah. and we talk to so, so many people now. we body combat so we'd be up on stage like with mics fitness and working I can absolutely stuff. see that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great, <laughs> but we were exhausted afterwards just from mainly the mental part. well yeah teaching is like that is almost like a performance as yeah. well you know mm -hmm. you're doing it yeah. so well and, and with comedy too i think uh when i was doing it all the time uh i wasn't able to be present anymore because i i became empty right um because uh comedy for me i mean i grew up in a magic show my dad was a magician oh, and so uh oh and i was like a mess of a teenager so i stopped going to school because i knew i wanted to be in the performing arts somehow so yeah. i protested by just not going to school until my parents agreed to let me just be in my dad's magic show and wow. and make a living yeah. and learn <laughs> how to do that so uh so i did that and uh and, and magic was I really loved working with my dad and I really loved being a part of it, but I was never super passionate about it, even though I became pretty skilled and then wound up going yeah. to Vegas and traveling and stuff as a magician. Yeah. Um, but when I found comedy, I was like, oh, this is it. And I realized, yeah. oh, I never missed a comedy special when I was a kid and like mm -hmm. that all of my magic was comedy based. And I was yeah. like, ah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I was, I had feel, been feeling like I didn't fit in magic. Mm -hmm. Um 
but it was so opposite too because magic was so much yeah. about the deception and comedy for me is all about the truth yeah so mine is really emotionally driven um because yeah. i had so many issues <laughs> that, that, that that's what i wanted to talk about and all my favorite comics were the ones that were getting into like the dark underbelly and like the, yeah. the corners really? nobody wants to go because yeah. they're all this where all the dirt is yeah. and i was like that's where i wanted to go and when i first I, when I first started, it was a mess. I'm sure that there's footage out there floating around uh, that it would oh, be highly Lord. embarrassing of me just <laughs> screaming at audiences because I didn't have the comedy skill yet. Just talking about really uncomfortable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, but um, but yeah, so so you know, yeah, I I don't know if I'm definitely extroverted. I love being around people. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and if I'm home by myself, sometimes I don't know what to do with myself because right. there's nobody there to to serve or to like yeah. you know yeah mm. so um until i'm totally wiped out and then i don't want anybody around me right but it yeah. doesn't take me long to recharge and i i have to think that is just growing up in new york city you have to mm. find alone oh, space yeah. no matter where you are yeah. um and i only need five or ten minutes sometimes of just you know and i can go in there yeah. in front of a you room full recharge. of people mm -hmm. and then just kind of come back out again whereas uh my partner can't mm -hmm. i mean he needs days of being alone nobody yeah. talked to me you know i mean he's and he is absolutely an introvert and he's yeah. a teacher he goes and he gives it all at school and then he gets home and he's like i don't want to talk to anybody just leave me alone <laughs> so yeah so yeah we're uh, be like sorry i'm not trying to be a dick but i need like an hour <laughs> to yeah, just to like recharge yeah, yeah sometimes talk, I yeah i can do it in less time but uh yeah yeah, and it's funny with some... comics too, because some some comics will go uh, like my friend Alvin. He has to go in a room by himself and yeah. get very centered and very kind of focused on what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. um, and that makes sense for his Williams. style of comedy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And for me, I need to go and start talking to people wow. and get conversational, and that's my warm up. Yeah. Because um, my favorite shows are the ones where I I don't do that many jokes. I just sort of connect with people and create. Like mm -hmm. I I love that kind of comedy. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. Um, although it is good to have some jokes to fall back on if anybody's listening that's thinking about getting into comedy, definitely write and have some jokes. Yeah. But um, but yeah, outside of that, uh, just different processes, I guess. Yeah. So well, yeah, no, I'd say I'm more extroverted. Alan's on a cruise ship right now. He is. He? Yeah. he is. Yeah, we've talked about having him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we might like, do dang, it like Zoom. How long is he out of this area, or is he? There? So he is out of northern Idaho. He lives up in the Coeur d'Alene area, oh, okay. and he actually produces shows up there because there's the college in Moscow. Yeah. So he had a little uh, run up there. It was Moscow, Coeur d'Alene, and Spokane, and you'd fly up, ah, do those, and then okay. come back down from wherever you are. So yeah, I don't know if he's uh, if he's still got them going right now. Um, but yeah, he hopped back on another cruise ship and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's doing a lot of those ask me anything. It's funny. Yeah, that people will ask. yeah this wanna won't take long. And, I like those where he's just sometime. like, here's my yeah. opinion about this ridiculous <laughs> yeah. thing. And it's nice, nice little sound yeah. bites. He's an awesome guy. Yeah. We got to get um, better sneakers, though, because he does do a oh, sneaker yeah. check-in on his podcast if mm -hmm. you watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yo, that was one of the things I was bummed about. We actually had uh, an event lined up here that was DJs, and then it was people coming in that actually like deal in like vintage and collectible sneakers. Oh. Uh, and I just don't buy them. I stay away from it, because if I had the money, I would be a sneaker junkie yeah. so yeah. bad. And I have a couple friends who are, and they're always showing their sneakers off. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's not gonna go there they're expensive yeah i know i feel like for me they're like hard drugs like i know if i try it i'm gonna like it way too much and all of my money is gonna be gone and i'm gonna destroy my life yeah so stay away from it i mean like after i i've watched a couple of episodes and i was like i need some like jordans now to be cool yeah yeah apparently yeah so yeah he actually had custom sneakers made for him by someone he was showing me pictures and i was just like you are so bougie now what happened to you alvin yeah he was from new york i thought he was with that no no he's uh chicago oh it's out of chicago Okay. Now, do you still have family in New York? You said you were I from do. There. Yeah. No, my mom still lives in the same apartment I grew oh, up in wow. on the wow. Lower East Side in Manhattan. What's that? Do you get back there? I or? do. Uh, I mean, I haven't, though, for the last few years. Yeah. Um, but we were going back every other year. Um, my partner's a theater teacher out in Nampa. So every other year, he would take his juniors and seniors to New York for a week of plays mm-hmm. and musicals wow. and stuff. And I just tag along and stay at my mom's place and yeah. eat at all my favorite restaurants. Oh, and yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and my trips back there usually revolve around scheduling what food I want to eat each day <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then what plays I want to see. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I haven't been back for a few years. Um, I was back, yeah, uh, I guess this November, like three Novembers ago, uh, for, yeah. for quite some time, but for a while I didn't go back there cause I had too many like kind of dark right, yeah. memories and shadows and stuff. But the last time I was back was the first time that I was like, Oh, I think I'm okay with this place. Oh, and I got yeah. to kind of wander and really enjoy and my neighborhood. And, and yeah. yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. I feel like, Oh, I outgrew all of the, the trauma, Yeah, but, um, I miss the food and I miss the theater there and the culture and some of the opportunities, but I, there's a lot of those here now and it's not as oversaturated. Yeah, really. So, um, I would have never been able to open a venue there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to have oh, millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. And, Just We've talked about going back to hang out with the people that we met at yeah. the Idaho comedy fest. We met some cool yeah. people. And uh, like Brett Raybould, he said if we're ever in New York, he'd have us on his podcast. podcast so Awesome. Yeah, yeah. we thought that'd be so fun. So. There were some amazing people that came here. You yeah, we met really some really cool people. Cool yeah, people uh, we're having Jenny Zagrino back as well. Actually, she oh, is. So so we're having, uh, it seems like it's feast or famine around here. So we, we either have like nothing going on for the weekend or like both spaces running. So yeah. so yeah. the first weekend of October, Craig Gass is upstairs and, I, and mm-hmm. we have Jenny Zagrino headlining down downstairs and the shows are staggered so if you see one you can just pop downstairs and see the other show afterwards if you Mm -hmm. want to she is hilarious and i love her so much yet i didn't see her at the comedy fest oh my god so she's one of those ones that i had um gone on just just because i got the list from uh stand-up new york so i started looking i'm like okay well who who are they bringing like what kind Mm -hmm. of talent is this and and trying to figure out where we were going to put local people and how they would fit well with those particular people in shows so that everybody could kind of so the shows could feel right yeah uh, and uh, and I got to her clips and I was like, I adore her. So I had reached out to her yeah. and I was like, I want to have you here for a whole weekend. Uh, that would be great. So she's coming. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and then uh, uh, we have a, a lot of comedy through the end of the year. Grant Lyon yeah, is coming we... back. Corey. 
Uh, Corey, yeah, Corey Michaelis too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sam Tripoli is coming. Yeah. Uh, Zane Helberg is also coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are like in the middle of the week shows. But yeah, uh, now cool. Sam Tripoli, uh, I know from Vegas when oh, I first okay, started. Yeah. So um, uh, we hat. we go that far back. Wow. So that is now twenty two years. Cool. Uh, is when I wow. met Sam when he was still doing. Uh, he hadn't moved from Vegas. Um, he had gone there to to go to school to university, and then I guess started doing comedy. He was in an improv group there wow. called the Mutiny, I think, when uh, when I first moved there. <laughs> and uh, and at that so point, I th- I don't know, he was doing it like two years, and I was like, oh, he's so funny. It's <laughs> just like, um, but yeah, uh, it'll be good to see him. And then later, um, we uh, reconnected the comedy store because uh, oh, I was a comedy nice. store comic out uh, of out of the San Diego club in La Jolla, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is where Matt is also from. Oh, I didn't my, know that. My bartender. My bartender. Oh, so okay. Matt is a comedy store comic, like passed oh, by Misty, M- Mitzi Shore, no uh, and worked for the family, and uh, he managed the La Jolla Comedy Store for a long time. Oh my god! And oh, he cool. moved Does he here. Know Bobby Lee. Oh yeah, we oh, we both do. God. Oh, I can't. Even, I have such an inappropriate we were, Bobby Lee we story. Had, we Bobby had tickets to see him in Spokane in October. He canceled. He canceled. No, yeah, 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 no. We uh, we go way back with a oh, lot of those guys, cool. uh, and um, yeah, no. If you get, you guys should definitely podcast with Matt. He oh, is so interesting. Okay. and he's yeah. so funny and he's like hilarious. right just and the little quips i get walking back and forth yeah. is hilarious he has no filter it's and i mean sometimes i'm like you don't say that in front of the customers like inside voice um but uh most of the time i mean yeah. he keeps me laughing and yeah. and and he's just honest and himself yeah uh but yeah no we we know sam from the comedy store well i I reconnected with him there, but he knows him from there. So, uh, and six months after I accidentally moved here, I told Matt, just come out and stay with me for a couple months. And then he just never left. And then we helped Jeremy open liquid downtown. He trained the bar staff and the the club staff. And then I did the booking and the entertainment side. Um, so, so we helped build that club. And then I was like, come over here and help me with this one because you know, we've been working together in this capacity for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, but I told Sam, I was like, Hey, it's me and Matt Bragg. And he was like, Oh, it's a reunion. So, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to catching up. I love that about this community. It feels like a connection, uh, everybody. Yeah. It's like a network. Suit Man and Joe yeah. Gomez, and now we're gonna. We planned a little trip with Chris's dad to go to Seattle, and we're like, awesome. "Hey, let's look those guys up." Yeah, yeah feels like out. Yeah, we could totally do something or see a show. Or oh yeah, you know, it's yeah. I, well, yeah. And Dante does a lot of shows, yeah. so yeah. I'm sure he's got something going on. Yeah. Right. So it's really fun. I love that. So fun fact uh, <laughs> during. So the Idaho Comedy Fest, when we started getting the messages um, about coming in and having time to interview all these uh, comedians, which was awesome because we love stand-up comedy, we started thinking like, and this is kind of how you manifest things you put out in the universe. Oh, yeah. We're like, yeah, we were like, oh, that'd be super cool to become like the lounge's kind of official podcast. Yeah. And then months later, yeah, it, happened, like, it happened. And uh, we're like, oh my God, it's so we awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I, yeah. I love the way that you guys do. I mean, like, you really do research, you do some little deep really dives try. and stuff. We no, it's do. great. Yeah. I was super impressed the first time that, that oh, we podcasted awesome. together. We were so nervous. Oh my God! That's, yes. that's well, it's first funny. Time we had, oh. Actually, the one with you and John's first one we've done on location, yeah. really, and so yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. And we're like, well, yeah, okay, we're we... getting our our uh, website rebuilt, Ooh, and we have yeah. a page that has all of your podcasts on it, so yeah. people can come and Check listen to out. all of the stuff <laughs> yeah. that's there. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you got you have a bunch now from from yes. the com- from Idaho Comedy Fest yeah, from, from like just nine. the coming we in. And... That it took so long to get those out because we like to do the YouTube thing. We want to do fronts and backs and music. 
can make it look cool, but yeah. it took us a couple months to get nine of them Yeah, out. so we just start releasing them a week at a time. Yeah. I said, okay, we have like two months worth of podcasts yeah. here. Yeah, yeah no, but I think week. taking the time and being yeah. mindful about it makes it a better yeah. product yeah. that you're producing. But also, mm. I think we're doing it again next year. So awesome. you have you awesome. could just start re-releasing yeah. them leading right. up to it. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, and uh, and I'm working on it, and I just kind of again like with IFC or I, sorry, I, I don't count. Yeah, ICF, IFC is different. <laughs> uh, yeah, with ICF, it was uh, just waiting and waiting and waiting because we weren't sure what was going to happen with COVID, and then like, oh shit, go! Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and then it was literally like two months of it, which is why it was so chaotic. I, my staff yeah. didn't talk to me for like three weeks. They were all so mad at me. They were like, this is exhausting. And I'm like, well, I know. You were supposed to have an outside stage too, but the weather It rained the whole weekend. I know. It was just, and then we had to fit like three stages of shows into two and yeah. just, and managing that many comedians oh, and oh, without yeah. people getting their feelings hurt or egos yeah. or whatever. Like, I mean, you know, we're all sensitive people with little tiny feelings inside. Yeah. So yeah. that was hard too. Um, but uh, it was great having Brian Lee here for that because he gives no fucks at all. Yeah. Like he's just like whatever, just get over there, do your damn job. Yeah. So, so I was like, thank you. You get to. He's like, I'll be the asshole. Send him yeah. to me. And I'm like, thank you so much. I don't like being the asshole. Yeah. Um, I'm terrible at it, actually. I'm always like, I'm sorry that I have to, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we've been working on another project, which is just a weekend uh, women's comedy festival oh, uh, nice. that's supposed to happen in March, and have been working on sponsorships, kind of behind the scene and stuff. So I hope that happens. Um, but, uh, who knows at yeah. this point, you know, cause, uh, uh, literally every month at the beginning of the month is just a, it's just a, a, a to get to the finish line of rent. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, and, and we have been very, I mean, like, I've sold things here and they're like, oh, we need like $200 more. Let's put this on Facebook marketplace. Like it's been, <laughs> wow. it's been that like to yeah. the bone. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's still pretty stressful. Uh, I cannot say it's made me the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, although um, my daughter, who's nine, is producing an event here uh, in October really? on the twenty wow. second. I think we decided the twenty second, twenty first, or the twenty second. Uh, it is a FNAF themed Halloween party, so she's really into Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Right. So it's like this. It's it's dark. Like wow. and it, these this guy like accidentally killed his kid, so he like brings her back to life in an animatronic, and then decides to continue killing children and putting them in the animatronics <laughs> of this kind of Chuck. Cheese type place Jeez, called Freddy's yeah. Pizzeria or something. Yeah. Right. So I mean, when she first got into it, I was like, this is so, are you sure? But then I remembered like I was her age watching Nightmare on Elm Street. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, true, I, yeah. not that that was appropriate either, no. but you know, my yeah. parents were like, we don't know. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, so yeah, so she was home on Canva designing all the promo wow. uh discussing like what the night ticket prices what mm. the night was so i was just Good like oh boy her. i mean yeah also i was I'll like oh pick something both. less like <laughs> you know crazy yeah. and fickle and not necessarily always dependable but i mean she's into yeah. it so we went over to a friend's house and uh and her and her friend uh, uh cross-dressed each other so they dressed him as a uh, female and then she came out with a tie and everything and yeah. they came up with different names and uh, and and she she came out with like a really big personality accent kind of thing. I was like, yeah. I've taken to her to her a lot of drag shows clearly. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so um, 
to, and she made us all gather around in my friend's living room and she was like all right everybody sit down keep your table talk down remember there's a two water minimum and i was like oh geez <laughs> so she's picking it all up yeah, yeah she's gonna be a performer yeah 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 two or, or a producer yeah. you know or both yeah. you know i mean i've, right. I've always produced uh because i'm uh, matt and i were talking about what punk rock really means um mm. because you know people i think misconstrue what it is they think it means like mohawks and spikes and the way you yeah. dress and to me it's a it's a frame of mind and a way of thinking um and it's very much about like you know manifesting your own destiny and doing it in the way you want to yeah. uh and uh and so we were we were discussing that and and i was like trying to give an example and i was like well so for example uh when they would only put it still kind of happens but when I was coming up in comedy, like there was one girl on the show and then they were like, well, you can't yeah. be on the show too. Cause we already have a girl, like you were a right. dog act or something. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, instead of sort of accepting that, I just started a whole series of women's comedy shows. Cause I was like, yeah. well, fuck this. If there's yeah. not space for me, I will create that for myself. Oh, and I was like, awesome. that's kind of in the spirit of punk rock. Like yeah. if there isn't a venue for you, you make one mm -hmm. and just go, well, mm. you know what? I don't need to stay within a structure. I don't believe in, I will yeah. create a new structure. So, um, so, yeah. I, so I've always produced because there, there hasn't been a whole lot of room for me. And when I first got into stand up, they didn't like that. I was a magician because I love doing that. Oh. And so I, so I eventually just stopped bringing that stuff to the comedy clubs, which mm -hmm. now I'm like, oh, why did I let those assholes, you know, get yeah. to me? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, so I just started doing variety shows because it just made more sense, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and that's yeah. kind of what this place is. Was your kiddo on the pun slam? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was on so. last month's those pun slam. Those were amazing. <laughs> yeah. She's really good. Yeah. How good they were. Yeah. She's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I love that um, because that's something I started doing with my dad when I was a kid. Oh, mm -hmm. So, so the pun slam. Uh, um, I mean, I love punning anyway. I've done it my whole life because of my dad. Um, and my dream was always to be in the O. Henry pun off. Right. But mm -hmm. once I got kind of inundated here, I just realized I'm I'm not going to yeah. Austin. Uh, so we yeah. just have it here instead yeah. so yeah. uh but yeah I, lo I love that she's into it and she does it at home and we and do it you know we so get into good. it yeah yeah because during our podcast we were trying to do a little pun thing but chris and i were like blanking yeah. <laughs> tiffany and Can't dan put me on the kept spot it going for a pun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it takes a specific really part of does. your brain yeah yeah it definitely does that's a fun one I we can't I wait can... till september 24th yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Uh, don't say outdoor. that it's outside out loud because oh, then it might rain. rain. But yes, okay. um, yes. No, yeah. so yeah, we're we're moving it outside. We we want to um, just keep everybody comfortable and safe yeah. if we can, yeah. um, you know. And it'll depend on on how many people come. Um, you know, if we have twenty, we might consider doing it because we can. We have plenty of space to socially distance 20 right. people inside, but yeah. uh, I, I would like to do it outside. Mm. Uh, so we'll bring chairs out. Uh, everybody should bring a sweater for right. that. Um, and if you have a comfy camp chair, you prefer bring that. Yeah. Uh, that's fine too. Um, and uh, uh, I know Soph will be there. She loves the pun slams. Mm -hmm. And if there's a spot open, yeah. I'll, I'll she'll be up. gently push her towards the <laughs> stage and she'll come up with some good stuff. <laughs> nice. so. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, that was a really cool show. And um, prior to that, actually listening to and watching, you were like, 
What was your reaction? Oh, I was I was worried because I thought it was going to be really corny, and I had said during the podcast, "Is doing like the, like groaning and doing like that okay?" And they said, "Of course." Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah that's oh yeah, live perfect is reaction. So different, it. so much better. It mm-hmm. was hilarious. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I was like, "I'm down. I'm in. We're going to the next one." Yeah, it's funny how many different emotions come out when yeah. people are punning. So you do get those groaners where people are like, "Oh god," yeah. which is. I love that reaction. I try to at least yeah. put one of those yeah. into every single a single one because I love yeah. making everybody do that at yes. once. Um, but then there's the ones that like you're just delighted by because mm-hmm. you're like, oh my goodness, how clever. And then there are ones that are just hilariously oh, funny. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, we've never had anything that was super duper inappropriate because yeah. we try to keep it. I mean, most of the people that are that are wanting to go on stage for the pun slam are word nerds. Mm-hmm. And that's and usually if they're word nerds, they're kind of bookish. And that's like those people tend to be kind yeah. of pg-13 ish anyway mm-hmm. so so it's like that nice little uh nook or like little little area where it's it there's there's a little tiny bit of line crossing but not so much yeah, yeah. i actually thought maybe i'd be a little too dumb or slow to like you know maybe i won't get it it was so easy to get it was so it was just it was amazing they only had this much time with their words or their concept or whatever and they came up with all these thoughts yeah i the... couldn't believe it and people last minute were signing up like they don't mm-hmm. they didn't even take the full time to look at their info and come up I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why mind. um so the first one i had ever listened to and i wasn't we didn't see it during the idaho comedy fest but was that one from yeah. the, the comedy fest that had like matthew brassard yeah. and freddie g matthew brassard actually killed it uh we well, had, he, he yeah. is he's a pun yeah, yeah. yeah. clearly yeah. The, the crazy thing is and i think matthew brassard is a great writer and because we interviewed him and he was kind of flat and um, and a, a question I asked him, I said, "Do you have you know people that are not funny in person but are great writers?" He was like me. Yeah, and, we got yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And for the pun slam, I mean, I mean, he would just it was great because I was listening to it, and he would have a sentence, and there'd be like four puns in like one sentence. Yeah. Like he was mm-hmm. skilled at that. Like he's a great writer. In person, flat though. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we, uh, COVID interrupted it, but uh, the intention with the pun slam was always to take the the winner of each month and the runner up of each month, and then at the end of the year, the twelfth month, we would uh, have a big finals. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening this December on the eighteenth. But we we cool. wound up with more people uh and at this point it's like three years of pun slams that we've sort of mashed mm-hmm. together because we had like three months and then it shut down and then so we were able to kind of fit them in um but uh are you out oh there's matt and he's leaving <laughs> <laughs> so um so we were able to um to, to fit everybody into this one uh and then uh the winner's gonna get a thousand dollars right before christmas which is awesome. fantastic time and then we're gonna have some prizes for the runner eyes up and just some swag bags and stuff wow. for, for everybody that that was in it um, and Matthew Broussard was one of the people that won during the comedy festival. Yeah. Coming back? So we're trying to see if we can fly him out, oh my God. not only for that, but hopefully for a weekend to do, wow. to work the club as well. Yeah. So, cool. so hopefully he'll be available and, yeah. uh, and able to come out. Cause I think yeah. that would be a real thrill. And also we get a great comic for the weekend. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I watch his, uh, special on comedy central and it's really good. Yeah. I mean, he is a great writer. Yeah. So that'd be cool. We'd probably pitch in to bring him out. Yeah, we'd pitch yeah. in. 
sweet while yeah. we are looking for sponsorship. So, um, so yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but we do have some people interested yeah. in sponsoring it. So that'll be good. Oh, cool. Nice. I don't awesome. want to make any announcements yet. Hopefully I'll be able to announce it. So on the 27th, which is Monday, uh, I am guest hosting on the X. Uh, Big J is out of town. So I'll be on with Nick for the whole morning show, uh, which is great. Cause I, I wound up, um, after I stopped booking the club here, I wound up on morning radio here for about three and a half years on a country station, which was not a good fit. Uh, I was a great fit with my, uh, my partner, my morning show partner, we hit it off and that's why they gave me the job. Cause other mm. than that, like they shouldn't have, right. uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm outside of, you know, country music from like the, you know, twenties to the seventies. <laughs> I don't know. And it was modern country. Yeah. And I'm like, who the hell is this? Um, so, uh, uh, so it'll be fun. Cause I get to delve back into doing morning show, uh, for a day. Um, oh, and cool. then I believe Craig gas is going to guess like, cause big J's out for the whole week. So he's got different yeah. people lined up. So hopefully I'll be able to announce our presenting sponsor. Uh, uh, if we get all of that nailed down yeah. before yeah. then, and then the 27th, I'll be able to say, Hey, this oh, is our sponsor cool. and they will be sponsoring the prize money, nice. um, which is awesome. And, uh, and, uh, this month, if you want to be in the pun slam, uh, if you're going to compete, you don't have to pay it. A ticket price. Oh, we so saw it's free. that, or I did. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so and people can just show up that on the twenty fourth mm -hmm. and. Yep. If they're going to participate. Yep. Uh, I would get here about quarter after six. The show starts at seven. But if you get here between 630 and seven, there should still be time mm. to sign up. Nice. So that'll be good. That's so, exciting. so yeah. Uh, and just, you know, um, I hope everybody out there knows that we really try to keep everyone safe. And yeah. uh, I mean, we buy rubbing alcohol by the case. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, and we found these spray bottle tops that just screw onto the alcohol bottle. So we just take <laughs> that off, put that on, and we yeah, just run around nice. and just spray everything in between right. anything yeah. and do rounds with the bathrooms and even if we're people cool. are going up and down the stairs we're just down up down the banisters and everywhere we possibly can um and you're diligent about keeping masks on until you get to the table yep mm. yeah i mean and every once in a while we have somebody that will kind of you know uh, uh try to protest but but i think because we do comedy here there's that nice way to sort of be very firm but also diffuse mm -hmm. it with a sense of humor yeah brian lee is great at that uh, and, uh, and, you know, he manages to get everybody to kind of fall in line while also still having a good time about right. it. Yeah. And that is really sort of the craft of it because whether somebody's right or wrong, like we're still giving them that experience and that memory. So we try as hard as we can, which by the way is exhausting. So please stop fighting us. Uh, <laughs> but, but outside of that, um, you know, that that's the thing we care about most yes. is, you know, we have the opportunity to be a really like big part of somebody's life they carry on with and that they'll yes. think back to and have feelings about, and that's the imprint that we're trying to make. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I feel like, like most of the time we accomplish that, um, and, uh, and then sometimes I just hide in my office if I know I'm not going to add to that emotionally because yeah. <laughs> this has been hard. Uh, yeah. you know, um, I used to, when I did hard things, remind myself, oh wait, you breastfed. Cause that was the hardest thing I'd ever done. And my, that no longer yeah. is accurate. This is actually <laughs> harder. Is and I thought that was the hardest thing I ever did. Harder than breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. Like that's saying it's done. That I haven't had really... kids, so I'm assuming it's rough. Uh, for some people, it is a breeze. Oh, and no, for yeah. some people, for you can't make milk and then you cry about it, which stress doesn't make it better. And uh, so, yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, this is definitely the hardest thing I've ever done, for sure. There have yeah. been a lot of uh, really big highs and uh, some really low lows. Just got through one of those because um, I thought we were going to have to close at the end of this month. Oh. Uh, and then it just seems like whenever that's about to happen, 
we have a randomly one really good night or something shifts a little bit and then we just like barely squeak by um and uh because right when the delta variant started we had all of these bigger shows booked Mm -hmm. and then they were just so horribly attended that we were like okay we we lost two grand tonight we can't have another one then the next weekend it was like 1500 you know so we just kept being in the red like by big chunks of money and uh uh, it's scary Uh, and it's stressful and and i i don't like thinking about money anyway i mean it's Mm -hmm. like one of my weird triggery things just from being in the middle of it as a kid and so now that's like all i can think about yeah i i get why uh and i never did before like uh, understand why you know the venue owners and places i was working where they were just sort of kind of around in the background but they'd disappear for a while and and weren't always in the like even on a great night not always in the best i get it i get it now yeah Mm -hmm. because there's just like you're all of that weight is on you um and it's you know it's not just uh about people having a good time but there's people depending on you to help them make a living you know i mean i have employees that that i'm responsible for for their you know bills uh because they need to make money and and so you know now i've got like a family to worry about that's outside of my own family and i mean it's uh all of that's tough too and 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 everybody that works here are people i genuinely love and care about um you know uh uh, i try to keep it as a family if i can Mm -hmm. um because that's how i grew up i grew up in a family performing arts business and and i don't want to work with people that i don't genuinely care for and if you're not happy here i don't want you to be here um you know and you know you have to be the right kind of crazy especially for this place because uh i i call most of the people that work here my swiss army <laughs> because yeah. you i mean everybody here uh it does so many different things yeah. i mean our sound tech is also a dj right. uh he is so tech savvy and capable and really creative with it uh yeah. and then um all of us behind the bar most of us are performers mm-hmm. uh you know we we just added a puppeteer who worked with the muppets oh, um, really? wow. yeah wow. and and actually uh um because i was starting to get so down about all of it uh i uh i decided i needed to produce a show again um that i'm also one of the writers for um so i brought back the variety show that i used to do at the space bar once a month called the yum yum comedy hour Uh, it's a very uh the structure is an old timey um like a variety show like spike jones or Mm -hmm. or, you know one of the like uh, ed sullivan kind of but like old school yeah uh and that's the format um and it feels antiquated even though it has kind of a topical humor in it. And then we present modern acts within that structure. So Matt Voorhees is my co-host for that, uh, the accordion player from A Mighty Band of Microbes. Oh, wow. And then we've just added Len Levitt to the cast, who's a puppeteer with mm. 40-something years of experience. Cool. He worked with wow. Sesame Street. He worked with the Muppets. Wow. Uh, and so we now have puppets in our cast as cast wow. members right yeah <laughs> cool. so i'm i mean i i'm a muppets freak yeah. and i always have been so uh it's so exciting and we've done a couple of table reads uh, for the scripts that we have so far uh and we always bring in a musical guest and it's it, it is really a, a, the show is kind of a homage to the muppet show which i believe is the best example of a modern vaudeville show yeah. or a modern variety show uh from the last century so um so it's modeled loosely off of that yeah. in, in structure cool. um but uh but but with it's for grown-ups yeah so yeah. It'll make it I, I more love fun. the muppets i love the two guys up in the balcony i love the swedish chef well <laughs> speaking of that type of like theater when we went to new york the last oh, time yeah. we saw avenue we watched q. avenue q which was, which was awesome mm-hmm. yeah that is an amazing show yes so good i, I can't believe go how good it was yes. and you didn't even see the person operating the puppet you yeah just really yeah even though they're yeah, right usually, there yeah yeah, mm-hmm. on stage, yeah, yeah. So good. that was 
Yeah, so we're going to have to check out one of those shows. And <laughs> yeah. it's fun to have Muppet, or puppets swearing and things. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Puppets yes. and old people cursing well, is my favorite a thing. Puppet sex scene. There was. Yes. Mm-hmm. In that, yes. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so, so, so there will be. Uh, some inappropriate oh, awesome. puppet good, stuff. Good, we love inappropriate yes. puppet. Super excited. <laughs> and because it's Halloween season, the show is Halloween themed, so there'll be oh, Halloween cool. stuff in it. Oh, um, and uh, and there's a lot of audience participation. Uh, part of your ticket price gets you a kazoo. You are expected to play that in the opening number. Oh, um, yeah. And, and uh, when is this? Uh, October 15th, oh, awesome. 7 p.m. So yeah, we're in uh, pre-production and rehearsals for it right now. And I'm excited. It, the show is one hour long, uh-huh. so it is the comedy hour. Um, but a lot goes into that hour. So we will have a comedic guest, we'll have a musical guest, yeah. and then uh, everyone in the cast uh, plays music, plus uh, either does comedy or puppeteering or some oh, other thing. Yeah. So yeah, um, and 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 then most of them work here because right. that's yeah. kind of who I, I, it's funny, the, the people that work here call this place my island of misfit toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, and recently I came up with a motto for that because I don't know if you remember the island of misfit toys, something was wrong yeah. with each of them. Them. They were either broken in some way yeah. or uh, like, you know, I was like, I'm a Charlie in the box. Nobody wants that, you know, <laughs> yeah. instead of a Jack in the box. So, uh, so, so the motto here is, uh, I don't care if you're broken as long as you keep working. Right. <laughs> so, right. right. So that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is definitely the Island of Misfit Toys and weirdos and come be weird. But that's what this works. place is all for. Yeah. Yes. yes. Definitely. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in on the podcast, filling in. Hope we can keep this place going. Me too. Well, it definitely takes a village of people. We can do ever to help. (laughs) Thank you. We're down. Perfect. We're all for it. I might call you and be like, hey. Yes. (laughs) No one is bartending. (laughs) We'd be down. We love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We're moving in a much more cabaret formatted direction now. Even with our comedy shows so a lot of them will not be straight comedy shows we'll have other things on Mm -hmm. those shows uh even if the the comedian is the headliner then we'll put some other things in leading Mm -hmm. up to that so it isn't all comedy yeah um but most likely it will have humor in it and be comedic um but yeah uh loungeboise.com is our website Uh, we're getting the website. website rebuilt uh, Idaho Websites is doing it. Uh, actually, pro bono because oh, they love us and wow, they know that I am broke AF. Cool. Um, I, they're wonderful people. Cool. Um, and uh, just won the best website building business uh, award from the Meridian Chamber of Commerce, too. Oh, cool. So that's rad. Uh, and it's women owned. Yay. Oh, yay. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So um, so they're rebuilding. So um, I apologize because right now, really, I just made the ticket page the homepage because mm-hmm. I had someone build the website yeah. and then they quit building websites. Uh-huh. And then I, I had to like learn kind of oh so i just oh, basically geez. made a mess in the back end of my website and then, <laughs> yeah. and then my friend jenny was like can i just do this for you because this yeah. is just yes, a fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right. so yeah um but yeah i mean i'm 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 doing a lot more than i probably should too uh including learning like wordpress in real time which is yeah, no, nobody should right. ever do that yeah. like yeah it's kind of silly yeah, we're so doing um, that with our website host as well so yeah it's a little nutty yeah exactly <laughs> but we would love at some point we want to put your stuff some of your stuff on ours just to we want to be able to awesome out there yeah exactly we love the lounge, so. well that's great and since you're interviewing so many of the people on your yeah. podcast then having some little performance clips in there kind of makes sense cool. so people yeah, can really see cool. and have some reference yeah. to, yeah, exactly. to the people that they're talking about to where to get tickets yeah, yeah yep exactly. we want to load this place fill it up 
Yeah, exactly. Only well, when it's safe, though. We'll fill up the parking yes. lot for right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. have to do them all outside. We'll, yeah, I know. We'll park us. I, uh, I, I hope this ends soon. That's yeah. such a. It's been such a weird time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and is. and what yeah. a what a crazy time for everything to come together, uh, and then be the worst time to do the thing that I know how to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just exactly. like we need comedy we need shows yeah live performances really yep jonesing and and, and i i can say really uh now from experience that that it's the live piece of it that matters too Mm -hmm. because uh when we locked down we we opened a live stream studio and just people just were like "Eh, okay like it's just not the same as being in the room and feeling the energy and being a part of something you know uh and um and you know even just like you're part of the audience that night like you belong right when yeah. it's done right um so so that piece of it has uh been hard to hold on to but yeah it just feels like the universe was like all right we're gonna give you this really great gift and then how bad do you want it yeah, <laughs> right? let's see how bad you want it, it. Yeah, okay. you don't want it bad enough mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you so thank much. You Is so there much. anything else yes. you wanted to share? Uh, no, just, uh, you know, come out. Um, supporting the lounge also means supporting all the artists that are here because uh, we try to be like those people that uh, treat the artists the way that I wished I would have been treated when I was performing right. all the time yeah. instead of, well, like, we, we, we really don't want to uh, be exploitative. We want to lift everybody up if we can. Yeah. So so um, it is a community effort. Um, so, yeah, buy tickets. Come out. Yes, get some please. drinks. Yes, go to um, boise.com. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. you. All right, I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Moser. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. And thank you, Jen, for being on the show.